Hello, everyone. How is everybody doing? Good. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Like they said, my name is Cédric Javier-Emier. I am from Rwanda and a PhD student in agronomy crop science at Washington State University. I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for the United Nations World Food Program. Growing up in Rwanda, I was sheltered by a well-to-do family, a happy family, loving family. Uh, we had everything we wanted. My brother and I, we were so spoiled. We had everything we wanted, and my mom was a social worker. My dad was a pharmacist. However, when I was seven years old in 1994, my world took another turn. My life changed. My country was hit by genocide where around a million of people were killed in 100 days. All those tragedy caused my family and I and a lot of families in Rwanda to flee the country and we became refugees. We would hide during the days and work during the night only. And that journey, going through the refugee camp, it was very hard and traumatizing because along the way, there was no food. We could spend two or three days no food. When I say no food, is no food. Just drinking water, water from the swamps. And when you are hungry, or your joint get weak, you can't stand, you feel the pain, you get, feel a head, you have headache, you feel dizzy, you feel the pain all over your body, and on top of that, you can't sleep. And the killers would come chasing us and would manage to move, but very hard, and sometimes would crawl and luckily they don't catch you or they, you know, sadly they catch someone you know, your relative, and they kill them, as you see. It wasn't by shooting, it was by machetes and all those kind of tools. It was so bad. So we continued moving, trying to seek a refuge, and finally we end up in a refugee camp in Tanzania. This is a camp in Benako, where we lived for three years. So it's one of those things you move thinking that you're going to end up to a place that is safe. And as we get to the refugee camp, it wasn't, life wasn't easy as we thought it would be. You continue starving, no food, and there was high density, no hygiene, a lot of disease, people died. But luckily, the World Food Program came and started providing food assistance. My family and I and a lot of families, we depend on food assistance from World Food Program for three years of our time in a refugee camp. 
I'm so grateful for their support, and I'm sure I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't their support. However, in those times of hardships as kids, we managed to have some happy moments. Anytime we see trucks of World Food Program with these three letter WFP, we would sing full of joy because we knew we are going to eat that day. Those were the best moments of my life in a refugee camp. I still recall that. However, the situation, after we started receiving food assistance, so we started easing our pain, but the situation wasn't as comfortable as we, want, we thought. And then we decided to move back in country in Rwanda, thinking that it's stable and we are going to live safe. Arriving in Rwanda in 1997, after three years in a refugee camp, the country wasn't stable as we thought. My dad was killed, and my uncle, and we started running again. And on top of that, hunger and malnutrition still persisted. My brother and I were so desperate, and my mom saw the despair in our, in our eyes, and she told us, I see some potential in you. This is not the end of your lives. If we survive this situation, I see that you have some potential. You can change the world. You can save people's lives. And those were hard words, because we live the present moment. We didn't know we are going to live tomorrow. That's when I decided to study agriculture, to learn ways that we can produce enough food and never go to bed hungry anymore. And my brother decided to study pharmacy so he can pro uh, distribute medicines to people to prevent the death because we're surrounded with chaos, people dying, struggle. I was 11 that time and he was 12. And we did the pinky promise that we're going to stick to our dreams if we survive. And that's the home where I lived after a year in, in, uh, we get in Rwanda. And we, would, we started to go to school, which was hard. And you had to walk miles and miles with bare feet, empty stomach, trying to manage to stay awake in the school. It, was, it wasn't life, it was a survival. <clears throat> However, we didn't let our circumstances define us. I was able to pursue my dreams, and this is a picture of me graduating for a master's in crop science at Washington State University. Thank you.
Recalling how hunger was traumatizing in my childhood, I decided that as a personal mission, I want to do whatever it takes to find a solution so that children and families will never be held down by lack of food. I don't like to see people going through what, what I went through when I was young. That's why I, decided, I started an agricultural development project in the community. I'm introducing quinoa as a complete protein crop in Rwanda, Uganda, and Kenya, trying to help families to eradicate the stunting in children. And this is in my um, mommy's field, uh, her quinoa field. Her nickname now is the Queen of Quinoa. I'm so grateful for the support from World Food Program because it didn't only save my life, it changed my life and the lives of a lot of people I know. You guys, through MasterCard and other institutions, you donated millions of food through World Food Program in many countries around the world. There are a lot of Cedrics out there who have a story just like mine. And on behalf of families and children that you are helping, I would like to thank you so much and keep up the good work. Thank you.